Hello, you're listening to the Thoroughly Good Classical Music Podcast. I'm John Jacob. This is the seventh podcast in this series. This episode features Royal Overseas League Arts Director Jeff Parkin and previous Royal Overseas League Gold Medal Final winner saxophonist Hugh Wiggin. It's a lot of words in one sentence. It's Hugh, by the way, that you can hear playing uh, this arrangement of tunes from West Side Story arranged by Andrew Brinsford uh, you can find it on YouTube it's fab Hugh has a new album out in June it's called Reflections you can hear him talk more about that towards the end of this podcast Hugh was a member of the panel for this year's semi-finals in the Royal Overseas League competition the final of which is on Monday the 4th of June at the Queen Elizabeth Hall in London there are show notes in the accompanying blog post if you like that sort of thing. If you don't, then all you need to know is that this podcast runs to 40 minutes and is, though I say it myself, a bit of a hoot. You do know each other, don't you? you yeah, we you do. Yeah. just met today. No, 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 no we've known no, each other a long time. You might like to know this. We spent three weeks together in New Zealand yeah. as well on the Rosal tour. There's a tour? Yeah. Uh, what yes. happens on the tour that you can tell me? Wow, okay. Uh, what happened? What was the tour? I don't know about the tour. Tell me about the oh, tour. Oh, well, um, <laughs> so th- there are two, two elements to it. One is that um, some very nice people called Barry and Maureen Petman um, have sponsored for 12 years um, uh, a scholarship for a young New Zealand chamber ensemble to come over to the UK every summer and do various activities. Um, they get lessons with professors, they give concerts, they go to a summer school, um, it's all fully funded, their flights, accommodation, food, everything. And so we go out every um, October or November and do the auditions, um, which is open to all of the university music schools in New Zealand, and we do a a whole audition process out there. And at the same time, we take a prize-winning group who've won... um, um, a prize. A prize. <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to finish your, your sentence. No, please. It'll be like the two Ronnies or something, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. I'm a bit slow today, apparently. That's fine. It's um, right. We take on. them out to New Zealand and occasionally stop off in Australia as well to, because we have all of these branches and a lot of our members are out on the other side of the world. So we, we go over there to sort of check in with our members over there and put on some concerts there. So we combine it with that. So in November, the Ferio Saxophone mm. Quartet, who won our ensemble prize in 2015, um, the, the four of them and me went out. Yeah, and we You're had really bad smiling. jet lag. I'll never yeah. forget that You're jet lag in Australia. smiling at each other in a way that says that something happened. Well, it was something well, bad it happened. Was, no, it nothing was amazing. Bad it was just no. quite good <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh my gosh, it was probably the best trip I've ever had. In my really? life, yeah, I think Goodness it was. Me, I am sorry. Music but, um, making and also no, well, the scenery I mean, and it, who yeah. Would, who would want an all expenses paid yeah, trip it was to amazing. Australia? No, I was yeah. sorry about yeah. the fact that obviously you've had many <laughs> trips before then. And <laughs> well, no, they haven't, they haven't compared, compared in any way. Is that what you're saying? Is that well, really no, no. Like I've, I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot through music, so I've visited a lot of places in the world. But yeah, do just cruising, go, yeah, I do a lot of yeah, I perform on cruise ships. <laughs> and then also like tours in loads of different places but I would say 
yeah, New Zealand was definitely is probably the most amazing place I've ever been. The South Island was phenomenal. Queenstown and yeah, we did a concert. Yeah. in we did a concert in Queenstown. Yeah. That was your last one. Yeah. They got standing ovation in yeah. Queenstown. Actually, they loved but it. All of the concerts and you say that like you're yeah. surprised. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, there was I a mean, beach it, there. It was the only standing ovation they got. But, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, I think it's great and quite hel- helpful that you do know each other. Otherwise, yeah. that could have been a really awkward exchange. Um, yeah. For those of us who don't know, although I sort of know, what is Rosal? Um, Rosal is a private membership organisation with about sixteen thousand members around the world. And um, we just so happen to have this um, nice clubhouse in the middle of London, just behind the Ritz, um, with 83 bedrooms and lounges and bars and restaurants and things. Um, but what makes us unique is that we have an arts programme. We have a concert hall in the, in the clubhouse. Um, we have exhibition space. And um, we're probably most well known for our annual music competition, which is nearly 70 years old. And through the decades has found people like Jacqueline Dupre and uh, Susan Bullock and Jonathan Lamalu. Um, and so has become quite well known in the industry um, for for finding some brilliant young talent and sort of helping them on their way. You make it sound as though um, I'm in no way disagreeing with you, but does that suggest that the Rosal competition found them first, or is it just that you are... Do you see what I mean? Surely, surely in order for... Uh, I am challenging you, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but, that's uh, fine. Mm, it's quite awkward. Well, there's a lot of but these surely young, in order yeah. for, for you to find it, you need to find them first. Have that, has Rosal found them first? Yeah, I mean, you'll find uh, there are a lot of these young artists' organisations and often you'll see the same names coming through all of them. Um, <laughs> well, <what> good. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. It shows, it shows that, yeah, that you're yeah. kind of choosing the right people. It'd be really embarrassing. Um, but in, man- in many cases, um, yeah, they've, they've had a proper lift um, sort of leg up in the industry through winning a prize with us. But what makes us different is that we're not just a competition. After the competition, we then do what we can to get further performance opportunities for them. And we have this amazing concert hall here. Yeah. um, I mean, Hugh, you can probably talk a bit about um, what happened after you. You've won everything there is (laughs) to win. (laughs) You've got a very odd way of You can tell us what happened to you. (laughs) Yes, there were policemen there and everything. Well, 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 it was like... Well, we should just say, first of all, that you won the solo gold medal in 2014 and yeah. then you won with your saxophone quartet the Ferio quartet in 2015, in 2015. so you have won the two big prizes yeah. there is nothing left for you no, well, well yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but yeah it was amazing when I won in I, well I entered oh my gosh four times the competition persistently yeah persistently <laughs> and it was something I always wanted to win right. and uh, luckily well fortunately I won in 2014 and um, I mean, you say deservedly. sorry. So you Thank say you, yeah. deservedly. Thank you. Uh, you, you say that, and I've heard that on on many other competitions, some of which yeah. are televised. And um, I I always get a bit cynical about that. You know, when I hear people say, "Oh, I always wanted to win that." Oh, really? Just, yeah. So you are you are actually telling the truth there. Well, sorry, what a terrible thing to say. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Well, did, no, you, I, did you really actually? I always go, yeah, no, I, no, I did. I did because. There are loads of other competitions. There's BBC Young Musician of the Year when you're mm. up until 19. Is it 19, mm. I think? I think and so, then, yeah. there, then there's, there are other competitions, but really there's that kind of key point in your life, which is between your 20, early stage of your 20s to your 30s, and you really need help, not just financially, but also you know, in terms of like just getting loads of concerts, um, 
and you just need that kind of boost and that support. And it was, I always knew people who'd been through the Royal Overseas League and they spoke so well about it. And I, it was just something that I always wanted. So when I won, and I'm still so thankful for it, it's just been like the best thing that's ever happened. Is Seriously. it easy to say? I mean, I, I realise yeah. it's a statement of fact, but I yeah. wonder whether um, it's difficult to say, oh, I won that. Really? Well, I'm just picking up on what I've what I've heard you say. I just what, is there is there an un, uh, is there a dis ease with saying oh, I won that competition? Not even though it's a statement of fact. Do you know no. what I mean? Okay, I maybe it's a so. British thing that I'm yeah. picking up on. Okay, all right, well it's fine. <laughs> don't, don't look at me with that confused look. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> just a bit confused. I'm just a bit confused. I think I you can be proud of that. Yeah, you? I am really yeah. proud of it. So it's. I suppose what I'm asking is, uh, are you? Uh, are you comfortable with sort of being proud about having won a competition? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, is there? A, what was the experience like of doing it? Is there a sense of competition about it? Do you feel competitive? Yeah, and I have. I am massively competitive. Okay. Like, yeah, I am. Okay, yeah. that feels like. I like a yeah, and when I was growing, <laughs> when I was growing up, like, yeah, sport was my other like thing that I really enjoyed. So oh. I was always really into rowing and sport. So my father was like an Olympic medalist. Oh. So like he was always like really keen to like drive us and make sure that we were like really staying fit and, oh, and I was super super competitive. <laughs> but then well no well no 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 yeah. But then I sort of became annoyed with sport because there was no variation in it and like just a lot of running around. Yeah, and also with rowing, you're just rowing up and yeah. down the same stretch all the time, and I just loved like. Just practicing. It was Henley though in your case. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was Henley. I knew you'd say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how really annoying! <laughs> oh no, which is which is an amazing part. Was of the it world. really Henley? Yeah, it was. Oh, right, yeah, okay. yeah, it was really. I understand Henley. what we're dealing with. <laughs> yes, <here. laughs> okay. He was very posh. <laughs> well, I was, but not anymore. I think it's like been lost a little bit oh i don't know uh, uh, so, <laughs> no not, not at all so when you okay so when you broke out of uh rowing yeah how did that go down with the olympic medalist father did that did that how was that how did oh that land gosh. i can't believe he's actually going to be listening to this like well he may not like what, yeah he, he may, might, he may not yeah that's true like <laughs> no he was fine about it right i think right Although we've never really addressed that i should probably speak to him it later maybe before but i put this yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine okay like, yeah, yeah he, he, he was okay with it like and i think always or often in families like if you have a father or a mother who's particularly successful in one field you don't often do the same thing so like and i just said like i really wanted to do music and do really succeed in it and play the and had you already and done music before then no so no. so just so that we're clear i mean i'm battling to keep my bitterness and resentment um, below the surface but you just did loads of sport yeah. and then you just went oh actually I'll just do this now yeah God. I did yeah and I just well I don't know when you're young as well you try and do loads of different things how old were you when you started learning a musical instrument uh, oh gosh so I did cello first um, <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah you did cello first yeah right, so yeah. I was like uh, nine and then I moved to saxophone when I was twelve also right. piano when I went to Cheetah School of Music I auditioned on cello and saxophone, right, um, and then decided to do the saxophone, and then right. dropped the cello. And then, when did you enter your first competition? When I was seventeen. <gasps> yeah. Gosh. Which was our musician of the year. I think everyone does that, don't they? Did you do that? I didn't do that. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. No. No. Not. Yet. I thought everyone did that. 
Well, so what so year were you in? I didn't even. I'm sorry, I haven't done any research. I've been quite busy. But um, what year were you in? A young musician. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Wait. I was at Cheatham's 2002 to 2004. So it was probably 2003. Who won? Uh, was it Natalie Klein? No, that was that. Why I think that was in. I think that was. I think that was in the nineties, wasn't it? I don't. Wait a minute. I feel awful now. Uh, I really don't. Or maybe really it's Nicola yeah. Benedetti. <laughs> maybe it's Nicola Benedetti. Okay. Yeah, I think it could. Uh, okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, what Benedetti. was that experience like then? Yeah, it was really. People say it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. Very nerve-wracking, and at that young age, you're kind of. Well, you're so young, and you you haven't lived yet. Um, so you're really just concentrating on the technicalities of music. Because when you're older, like I am now, older, you're kind of, you know, I've had like a full 12 years of experiences now, traveling, experiencing different emotions. So when you're at that young age, you haven't, you know, you possibly have never like experienced the emotions of like, you know, losing a boyfriend or a girlfriend or losing a family member. And that, you know, that's really important to go through those emotions so you can really transfer that to your music making. Uh, so when you're younger, it's just really the technical things that you're concentrating on. Um, and playing in front of cameras as well. Yeah, exactly. Is that a bit weird? Yeah. yeah I remember that, but there was only like two cameras. Yeah. Right. Just the two. I think it's a bit different I also now. did Britain's Got Talent once. You did Britain's no, Got Talent? Yeah, yeah, I did. You did Britain's Got Talent I did, yeah. And that well. was, I, I was just remembering cameras. I think they're about... Did you see how we both left 30. on that? Like, I know, oh my god! I know, oh my I know. god! I never knew this. I know it was all. That was one of the most You're not awful the only experience. One have, you done, have you done it? No, of course not. <laughs> 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 okay, My talent is arts management, Simon. <laughs> I don't think they're very interested in in that on Britain's Got Talent. No, as, no, as important no, role no. as it is, Jeff. No, but my other half did Britain's Got Talent did with he? the London Gay Big Band. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. of course. So. How did you get on him? Well, obviously you didn't win it. No, I didn't win it. How and the back of me was televised, so it wasn't even my face that was on really? the television. Oh. Yeah. Did Is you mean Anton Deck? No, oh. Stephen Mulhern. Oh. Yeah. But I just remember, I'm so sorry. I did the first There's round. a lot of information to cover. Why, <laughs> why is it that your back was to the camera? Was that an error? Well, they, went, they just said, like, and there were other people that auditioned that day that weren't successful. And oh, was I see. The back of oh, so you didn't yeah. quite get through to no, the... No, uh, oh. no, no. I got, well, I got, did the first round, which was just in a room. Um, and then the second round was the TV round where it's in a big theatre. It was at the Palace Theatre in Manchester oh. with Amanda Holden, Piers Morgan oh, and Simon Cowell. <laughs> Great, <laughs> Piers Morgan, yeah. Piers knows all of our music. <laughs> yes, of course he does. Yes. Okay. But Simon famously said, because I got buzzed, which was the most awful thing. Like, buzzed? Bit, yeah, they have these Is buzzes. that a no? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So they buzz you. <laughs> I get the impression no, it's not a yes. No, no, yeah. It could be a yes buzz. And there's this thing on your... You keep pointing at your arm, like there was something on your arm. No, no, I was... So the judges are plunging this, like, button. Right. <laughs> that means that they buzz you, which means they don't, they don't want to hear any more of you. Right. And when you get three buzzes, then you've got to stop. So mine, like, I think I had the first buzz from Piers Morgan... And then, like five seconds later, was Simon Cowell, and then a couple min- couple seconds later was Amanda Holden. What were you playing? The swan. On a swan. I think I played that. Like, I think I played that cuckoo piece by Barry Cockcroft. Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Yeah, just a solo piece of a soprano sax, and it like it was fine. But Simon famously said it was like something he'd heard on Polish television at four a.m. in the morning. Oh, oh I'm, I'm suddenly feeling really angry on your behalf. Uh, and then wow. I just, and then I just, 
just walked off. Just walked off. Really? What the hell with you? I really know what to say. Wow. Wow. Did you? And and in in the run of competitions that you did. I'm sorry, I didn't expect to get quite so into this. But in the run of competitions you did, uh, where was Britain got, Britain's Got Talent? Was that before Young Musician or, or <laughs> yeah, after? Yeah, because I was still at college, I think. Yeah, I was. I was still at RNCM. Which is well, that's after, then. That's after <laughs> Young Musician. Yeah, so after, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. after Young Musician. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you did the BBC, that didn't work. You went to yeah. ITV, that didn't work. Yeah. And then you came to Ross. <laughs> yeah. And you won that. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, you didn't do Stars in Your Eyes, did no, you? No, I didn't. Right. No, with Matthew <laughs> Kelly. They used to do that in Manchester. Did they? Yeah, because I remember some of the sax students when I was at college there going off to mime saxophone on the set and getting quite a lot of money for it. I didn't know about that. (laughs) Your eyes are suddenly widened, Jeff. Like, yeah, I didn't realise you could get the things musicians do. Yeah, for miming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of friends who do mime on X Factor. Yeah. Yeah. They mime. Yeah. Do they have to? It's all pre-recorded, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. Gosh, mm. and are they get they're getting a lot of they're getting MU rates for that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the I don't know. Is there a, a separate yeah. rate? I think so. Why are you looking? No, I don't know, I don't know if there is or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you work in arts management. I would expect you to know this. I don't employ people to mime. I employ them to pay to play. <laughs> to pay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. Okay. Um, pay to play. <laughs> <coughs> so what? When you're you were on the judging panel for the finals, I'm pointing in a rude way. At yeah. You. Jeff's on every uh, panel, and that struck me as being quite an exhausting process because you're having to listen to a lot. And if, didn't you have to listen yeah. to? Didn't you have two finals in or two semi-finals in in one day or something, or in two days or something? You had one. Well, after what another. we do is um, we have a video round. That's the first stage which we only started I've only done the job for a couple of years and it used to be live before that so it used to be Thursday and Friday was the live first round and then there'd be a weekend off and then Monday would be a live semi-final round in front of the same panel and then the Tuesday evening would be the live section final um, round and that would have been time six weeks because there are six different sections um, but I changed the first round of video um, for various reasons, for better or for worse. But it does mean that um, musicians from Manchester and Glasgow and wherever else in the world don't have to potentially come to our place three times in mm. in five days. Um, and so what we have now is um, first round done by video and then um, we have about 13 or 14 live performances on the Monday and that goes down to four or five for each section final on the Tuesday. So um, I wouldn't call it hard work because actually it's one of the privileges and, and sort of really exciting and amazing bits of my job. So you do have to um, make sure you keep switched on and really listen to what everyone's doing. Um, but it's amazing really to be able to to sit and, and judge. <laughs> <laughs> we got there in the end. <laughs> The word I was looking for. Uh, I, I, I only asked because I went to the. Um, I don't normally go to competitions, and I went to the Wigmore Hall String Quartet competition after um, yes. the semi-finals. Yeah, and um, and I basically listened to a series of string quartets for four days on the trot. Yeah, <laughs> I got Ooh, to the it's end heavy of it. going, isn't I mean, it? It's, though? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. It's amazing. Way of hearing yeah. loads and loads of repertoire. Yeah. Uh, 
but it was quite exhausting, especially the, the late Beethoven quartets. Just oh, we're doing, we're here again. Yes. Um, but amazing. And that's a criteria of that competition, I think, at that in that particular round, wasn't it? That there had to be a late. Was yes. it a specific quartet? Uh, I don't or? know whether it was uh, whether it specifically had to be a late Beethoven quartet, but um, uh, there was a set work throughout the competition. Um, Thomas Anderson's four quartets. Yeah, four quarters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, four quarters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and then there was lots of romantic stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Beethoven Day, I was, I was exhausted. At yeah. The end of it. That's where the question well, comes from. Well, it's amazing really. stuff, and it's yeah, it takes a huge amount of listening to, particularly when quartets choose to play Beethoven. Mm. It's a bit of a minefield, really. To, to as you know, it's usually an, an emotional, yes, roller coaster. Just one quartet in itself, and these young quartets that do the full Beethoven cycle sometimes, you know, it's it's an amazing achievement to get through all of that um, but interestingly one of, the, one of the things with our competition is that um, we don't have any set repertoire and we don't even I actually removed any requirement there used to be a requirement that you had to play something that had been written pre-1830 and something post-1970 and I decided to remove that just to give absolute free choice um, because I'm interested in how people program and what they I want them to perform what they want to perform um, because I think how you program says a lot about you as an artist as well. So it's really interesting what people um, come up with. And the other thing with our competition is that Ben Schumann, who was our gold medalist in 2009, he described it the other week as a fruit salad competition. Because <laughs> right, because right. okay. you get a bit of everything. Yeah. Right. Okay. So where is you listen to the four days? Thick and syrupy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you listen to four days of string quartets, but you don't really get that so much with us because we do. Every, every section really you know wind and yes. brass and, and keyboard and singers um, and interestingly the BBC Young Musician competition was based on ours oh, originally in the late 70s oh, yeah, yeah the format's not dissimilar um, and they, they the only thing they don't do is singers and obviously their their mm. grand final is a concerto with an orchestra yes but actually the the, the the general format of it being each discipline is I had no, I had no idea about that at all. Yeah. That's the great thing about yeah. not doing any research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it more often. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's do less work yeah. in future. I found it quite stressful this year though, being on the panel with you. Did you? Yeah. In what way? Why? Well I think had you, you left just something think at home. It's just difficult, sorry. Had you left something at home or something? Well no, it's just it's just because everybody obviously has very different views yeah. and people are just looking for very different things. Uh, as in on the yeah, panel. It's not, it's not on, the panel, to, on yeah. the panel, yeah. It's, it's not, not easy. an easy process. No. No, it's a very serious process. Yeah. And um, it's very difficult to describe, you know, yeah. to the competitors what, um, you know, what the panel is is sort of thinking. But one thing I can say is that it's taken very, very seriously. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, the first time absolutely. you've done it. And yeah. we really do care yeah. about... Yeah, and we spent a long time deliberating. Yeah, it was we a long did, yeah. discussion after yeah. the day, which was that you yeah. were ensembles B, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you do you yeah. find um, I'm projecting something of my own experience onto this question? But do you find that when you're in that situation and you've sort of privately got someone that in your head you're thinking that's the one, that's the one, that's the one? Do you? When you're in that discussion and, mm. and it's a lengthy discussion, do you sort of probably think, no, I want my one to win? <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. is is there an element of that, or, or well, the, the is way that a terrible thing to ask? No, no, not, no, at all. No, no. not at all. Actually, actually, well, in terms of the semi-final round, which is the sort of Monday live one where we get thirteen down to to four, 
um, it's a case of we're not looking for a winner at that point. We're looking for our mm. four groups to go through. So although there's a lot of discussion, um, it is done via discussion. And mm. if, if it, I've only had it once where we simply couldn't find the four groups. And so we went to a scoring system to try and help us. For the final, we use a scoring system. It's a very simple scoring system. We're not like Van Kleiben or Tchaikovsky, where it's a sort of mathematical algorithms and things. To, <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah. um, it requires an entire team. Exactly. I mean, if, if you read to, the yeah. if you read the sort of formulas and the way that they do it, I mean, I, I cannot understand it myself. But we do use a, a simple scoring system, which, in my experience so far, has been pretty fail-safe, mm. um, and has we've never. Uh, although we will have a discussion in the in the jury room after the section final, mm. um, we've never gone against uh, what the scoring has said. This may yeah. seem like um, unnecessary detail, but I'm now picturing the jury room, and I'm wondering whether it's um, soft carpeted and whether there are drinks in there, and whether they <laughs> all stand up. Because on Young Musician, they stand around they stand around a sort of like oh, cocktail yeah, table, that. don't they? And they've got a massive light pointing down. I'm well, I, 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 I suspect the environment for, 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 for chatting amongst yourselves. That's what I, I, I suspect they have one jury for the cameras, and then the real one where they go and actually. Oh, you silly! Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you silly! So, what's the atmosphere like? It's all quite relaxed and jovial. No, d- certainly not well, relaxed. We uh, were all shaking this year, I remember. It was Sarah and I were. This, this particular <laughs> section yeah. uh, was the trickiest one I've had so far. Really? Yeah, we were in the park room just down there, yeah. which is just a little meeting room in, in here. And um, we, well, actually, I was pretty quick with my scoring, but yeah. it, took you, it took the other three of the panel yeah. nearly 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. Just, they just, you just couldn't decide. No, no. How to score it, and you all did in the end. And, and then we, we, we were yeah, we yeah. yeah, we went with the result of the scoring system, which is yes. As but it, it, it was a lot of discussion yeah. as well, and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't completely clear cut. No, um, I was surprised about when I um, when I started coming along that I found myself unwittingly pitching myself against the panel. Yeah. So all the all the way, if you look through my notes for each competition, uh, I was going, yeah, well, I give them this and I give them this, yeah. and 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 I get to sort of number three and think, I know who's getting through, I know, I know now, and then then the panel would arrive and make their announcement and go, but but that's just wrong. Um, they're, they're kind of wrong. Do you get um, do you get any feedback from the audience? Does the audience oh, come back to you all the time? I don't oh, agree. Course. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But that's one of the fun things about it. <laughs> 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 Because they're wrong. <laughs> well, no, because I just go, oh, well, it was a scoring system, so... Oh, you know. okay, so you deny, you distance I yourself deny all, from yeah. any... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I love the fact it, it provokes debate. And, yeah. um, you know, the answer that we come out with is not necessarily... No. There's no right or wrong answer no. to it, particularly. I mean, sometimes, you know, someone does have not a great evening for whatever reason, and it's pretty clear that they probably, it was, probably wasn't going to be their night. But yes. Um, you know, at the and end of the day, yeah, and that's what I, yeah, I, I was thinking. One of the most like interesting parts of the competition is the, the programming because I think a lot of people, and I did the same. And when you're sat on the other side of the judging panel, a lot of people will go for very noty music, so they'll go for the fireworks. Noty, yeah, yeah oh, noty. They'll right. just, you okay. know, and they'll think, oh, this is my moment, Show and pieces. I've got to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas actually, I would definitely say, which surprised me, that it's always the, the slower pieces or the moments of calm and breath. And it can show the, a huge yeah, amount. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's that execution, I think, yeah. in the final round. Yeah. In one of the uh, competitions I saw, um, 
somebody did a movement from the quartet from the end of time. Or yeah. quartet yes, from the end of yeah, time. And it was, yeah. was that in the one? Yeah, yes, the yes. Uh, and that, that struck me as A, incredibly daring. Yeah. You know, just yeah. to take one movement yeah. from it. Um, and, and it absolutely had that effect, yeah. which was, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think there are only two movements in the quartet for the end of time that involve all four uh, players. Okay. Um, because those were the only instruments he had available in yeah. the concentration camp he was in. So he sort of highlighted each one individually as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful piece of music. So in a way, um, then, it's easier if they do have a bat. This sounds really <laughs> cr cruel, but it, does it make it easier to judge if they have had an off night? Mm. Or are you then looking at the programme going, well, actually, you had an off night, but the, the programming was... Uh, I mean, say, if this is an, uh, an awkward question, but I'm interested in... I think, do you yeah, see what I, I mean? Yeah. How do you I, answer I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think the... Um, the programming can often determine whether they're going to have a great night or not. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Um, but that's the thing, there's so many other factors because a lot of them have never been in a high-pressure situation like that because they're so young mm. and, and I had the same. And, you, you know, getting to, to the final of this competition is a massive deal when you're that young and you don't know how to deal with, you know, the nerves and everything. And mm. I think it's really easy to trip up in that, in that situation. It's very hard. And, yeah. I mean, you know, all of, all of these people have their professors at college going, yeah. oh, well, you know, that's do this, do that, you yeah. should do that. And it's not necessarily, you know, there's n again, there's no right or wrong answer. No, no, no. Ultimately, you've got to perform what represents you, I think. Yeah. And I don't think anyone can particularly, in the end, help you with that. No. You have to feel completely comfortable with what yeah. you're doing. Um, but repertoire is, is very revealing. And um, mm. one trend I noticed this year, and even more so than last year, is that there are a lot of arrangements of things yeah. coming in. Yeah. And I'm wondering why in a way because we had so many groups playing stuff arranged for them when there's so much amazing original music um, out there I and think it was something I think that several yeah. judges said um, I think then when you get but I think everybody at college you always do the kind of core repertoire though, don't yeah. you and then you yeah. think oh for competitions I need to bring something yeah. new and, and different yeah. I wondered but whether there was something about um, <coughs> the unusual relationship between performers and audience which obviously performers need for their performance uh, which you get from competition that you wouldn't normally get from uh, a recital I mean I don't know whether I'm reading too much into it but it felt like because you are more in, as an audience member because you're more engaged in the outcome because mm. there's, there are two mm. different stories going on there there's the story of the music yeah. there's the yeah. story of the end of the competition whether that makes as an audience member you more engaged and therefore if there's more energy in the room yeah. um Am I making that up? I mean, it's, it, it seems like a good theory, but I don't know whether yeah. it's possible. Yeah, I think. Well, you've <laughs> been a performer, so perhaps. We're both I was trying you to go. I, I know. I'm trying to get my head around that. <laughs> yeah. well, do you understand the statement? Because it may be that I've. Oh, no, I think I'm a little bit lost. Sorry. So my thinking is: Do you understand? Am I the only one who understands what I just <laughs> well, said? Well, no. Yeah, absolutely. So right. you're you're saying that it's not only a concert there's the the added element of the competition and does that create an extra yeah, so it's yeah, yeah, the so pressure it's, I, and the, yeah. I did articulate it in a straightforward way it's your fault <laughs> it's it's right. <laughs> you musicians I <laughs> think yeah, and, well, yeah but I think yeah yeah you're right because there's that added element of a competition also there's a substantial amount of prize money and it's no yeah <laughs> right. but it's also you want to be worth you think oh I need to be worth that you know 
I can't, you know, they can't have anybody winning this competition. I need to show that I deserve to win it. And, and it's it just possible creates that that so much pressure for you. Is it possible that that drives the repertoire choice and therefore the yeah. arrangements of music? Yeah, I think that's po- that could possibly be true, yeah. I think you do feel a lot of pressure yeah. when you're trying to put these programmes together. Yeah. Um, but I, it, like, it's it really interesting, though. So I actually, over the five years I did the competition, I didn't change my repertoire that much, actually. Mm. Um, and I felt, I found, like, different I think the panel just drew a lot of, oh, God, this again. Like, we give well, up. Yeah. You can have it. But I did say to somebody recently, I, I said... <laughs> presenting a concert program to me is a little bit like presenting a menu you're kind of having different tastes and different styles of music much like different different foods from different parts of the world in a, in a way so you're you're tasting these different flavors and i think it's important to have that actually yeah does that also mean that you're making a judgment <laughs> as soon as you see the as soon as you see the program though in the same way they don't want master chef say i think well, uh, yeah, I think there, that is true sometimes. I do look at a programme straight away and I will say, oh, they shouldn't have started with that. It's often like the order of the programme, actually, that I will often pick up on. Or I'll say, like, no, they shouldn't. Mm. Like, often contemporary works, in my eyes, are often better performed at the beginning. Right. Because um, I think the concentration of everyone and the audience is, you're more aware at the start of a programme. Um, I, th- I feel like I, I should probably say, though, at, at this point... that. Uh, um, although to leave <laughs> but I've had enough. I'm yeah. bored. <laughs> God, for a moment there. Well, no, I'm just concerned that that should anyone listen to this and be thinking of entering the competition, that we're sort of making them even more panicked than they need to be about. No, no, and no, and I actually, know, no, no. I think although although it it is revealing, the yeah. most important thing is that whatever is chosen, that they feel absolutely comfortable yeah. and that yeah. it works for them. That's yeah. that's why it's revealing or yes. not. Yeah. So yeah. I personally wouldn't particularly look at a program before I'd heard it and go no 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 um, no no <laughs> no I don't th- I don't think that's really yeah. no 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 that's I just thought I should articulate yeah, no, I <laughs> yes there's a brand ambassador oh, no, yeah, no, sorry, sorry no that's not what I was saying I think though yeah, it's, it's not as dramatic as that sometimes I might just say like oh I think I would have possibly done yeah. that differently. No, no, of that's course. Yeah. Yeah. But that well, no, no, that's a discussion that happens yeah. after. Yeah, after. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that is surely inevitable when you are actively engaged in the artistic endeavour. Yes. You are. Yeah. That's a nice exactly. PR response. Yeah, that was much better. <laughs> yeah, that was... You articulated that much I should, I should do this more yeah, often. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, But the other thing I would say is that we do try, and I hope this is right, though actually you won, you competed and won before I took over the yeah. job, but we try and make it as friendly a environment as possible mm. we try and just make it into a really interesting concert for for the audience and a really nice friendly place for for the people to perform and we try and look after them when they're yeah. in the building and, and have you had any feedback on on that yeah strategy, <laughs> as in it's worked well yes i mean i mean i always well. write to everyone after right. and sort of say thank you for you know playing whatever the result and and you know a lot of people will write back and say well thank you for making it so friendly and and you know, easy to sort of come and perform, and that's really Good. important to me. Um, but it's a, yeah. it's an approachable competition yeah, uh, because yeah, competi- you know, competitions generally can be quite um, controversial as to whether yeah. we should have them or not. Yeah. But um, if at least it can be a really nice performance and yeah. a nice showcase, which you know, I suppose is a is common yeah. reason for having a competition. Yeah. But actually, it's not a bad one. No. I don't think. 
you play to a lot of brilliant people and very warm audiences. I yeah, think, yeah, uh, really warm overseas. They're, you know, the audiences are really supportive. I think. Yes. Um, because you'd have to be I was speaking as an audience member. I think you'd have to be a really you'd have to be really cold-hearted if you sat in the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, oh, I don't no. like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him at all. I thought he was playing out of jail. And I think that's probably what television does. I think television. Um, and I don't mean young musician necessarily, but I think television has a tendency to distance the audience from the performer, even though in actual fact a shot will bring the performer closer visually yeah. to the audience member. Uh, and that distance isn't very healthy in terms of respect for the performer's yeah. art. Whereas yeah. if you're in the room, um, like I say, you'd have to be really cold-hearted if you'd... Yeah, but it's I similar with actors, playing though, right? If you're like a stage, if you're doing films as an actor... The same, yes. yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, would you do a competition again? Mm. You're, well, no, no. you're world famous <laughs> now. I, I, don't like <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that you need to, but as in having having done competitions, if you if you were doing a competition now, but but would, the, would you still be nervous? I think now. So now I've like progressed. So now I'm a professor at Royal Academy of Music. So I'm in effect embarrassing then. But I'm you know on the other. So I'm training now. I'm training musicians. Um, and then I'm doing a lot of professional work myself and I have an album coming out. And it's, yeah, I feel that now I've kind of, um, you know, established myself as a musician. I feel that I don't, I don't know. You don't need... Well, need not that I don't need it, but it's just something that I, I don't feel that I have to do and that I, I want to do. And it's something, I think... Pr that's a competitions. That's com a beautifully avoided question. Well, I, I think competitions are good, though. And like, you know, when you go, you, you, you go to music college and then you leave music college and you need these goals to head towards. That's the other great thing about competitions. And I feel now I've reached a point in my life where, you know, I'm happy making the music that I'm making, like collaborating with all the people I want to collaborate with. And I don't think doing a competition would be in my interest. I think that's moment. an unequivocal yeah. response. The <laughs> album is called Flux, isn't it? That's and that's my quartet's album, yeah. Uh, and the Times described it as liquid, a liquid gold tone. Oh, did the, it's oh. on your website. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it himself. Are you not yeah. there? You actually put the quote on your own. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I'm glad that I've been able to help you. <laughs> yeah, oh good. Um, but Hugh, you're about to launch your. I am, your yeah, new, my, so, your my debut oh, solo yeah. album. So Flu Flux is not. That's the quartet. No, isn't that's it? the quartet. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So my new album is called Reflections, and it's okay. with a pianist, John Lennon. Okay. Yeah. And when is that released into the world? In June. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you should you should come to the Royal Overseas League. Yeah, on the 28th oh, of June. When it, yeah, yeah, when yeah. That was seamless. <laughs> I know. I'm smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when is it? You haven't told me. 28th, 28th of June. 28th of June. Oh, oh you got two of us then. 28th of June. Uh, so Hugh is launching his album in the concert hall here. But there's also an event in the Queen Elizabeth Hall or the Festival Hall. Yeah, which yeah, absolutely everyone must come to. So that's the gold medal final right. of, the, of the annual music competition. So once all the section finals have happened, which is what we've been talking about, um, the four winners of the solo sections perform one more time. Um, and this is on Monday, 4th of June, Queen Elizabeth Hall. Princess Alexandra comes along. And we have a completely new panel... Um, Make it sound as though she just arrived in a taxi. She, well, she's, as good she as. Guest? Yeah. Okay. No, right. we do invite her. Yeah. Right. She doesn't right. just rock up. Does she? She always replies, and she always lets yes. you know that she's coming. She yeah. Well, no. Right, she's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you have to get your request in in plenty of time. Fine. Okay. Um, but it's an amazing evening, and it's one of our big high-profile events. And um, the they the four um, finalists compete again. They play for 15 minutes each, or sing, 
and the the grand prize is the gold medal and it's a it's a further fifteen thousand pounds so they've already won five thousand and they will win a further ten thousand money and a five thousand pound professional development scholarship would you never sorry i'm now i'm now thinking about the money i'm sorry i'm thinking about the money so are they all soloists or are there some groups no so they're all soloists okay right so so they haven't got to share it with anybody they don't right no that's what's important to me and what you do, the, the £5,000 professional development scholarship is a new thing from last year, and that's spent via me and my arts team, and we sort of mentor and help them decide what, what project they want to do. Yep. And the, further fi- the other £15,000, they can go on a cruise to the Bahamas if they want. Um, okay, okay. But, I mean, you didn't do that. You did. You, no, you I saved didn't. it. No, I saved it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you used it. I used it, yeah. Yeah. For He's nodding, so it, nodding at you in a way that's no, I am. Please no, tell I us how you did it. He's very no, but keen. I actually did. Oh, you I, did. I yeah, saved you it, and then I yeah. So the album which I'm releasing, I funded myself, and the Royal Overseas League. That was for my prize money. Right. So, yeah. What is on the album? Is it stuff that you've written? No, it's not. It's all arrangements. Right. Yeah. Well, mainly arrangements. There's like Having just said about <laughs> it. <so, laughs> whoops. Right. Me so and my sorry, it's not all I thought you gave me a funny look when I said that. <laughs> sorry. So, money went on so the there's, some, there's some <laughs> arrangements. And then I wanted to have an original work for Saxon Piano. So there's this lesser known composer called Maurice. She's a female composer, Paola Maurice. And she wrote this piece called Tableau de Provence. Right. Um, but it's really, it's called Reflections because it's kind of like just loads of different pieces that I played like throughout my life that I've always really enjoyed and I just wanted to record music that I really liked so that's really <laughs> what it was like a good yeah piece. and I just yeah. put them all yeah. together and well, one of the actually, one of the yeah. um, things that so my predecessor Roderick Lakin was an ama- amazing man and he did the job for 31 years and very sadly passed away two years ago yeah. but one of the things he built up was um, he really turned the, the whole arts department and the competition to a massive family and so we have prize winners from 30 40 years ago that still come back and use the hall and pop in for a cup of tea and wow and a chat and and you know roderick would listen through cd programs mm. and you know in the hall and that kind of thing and so so that's what you did the other you yeah. came in and we we sat down with a yeah we did and, <laughs> and chatted about what stressed. you were gonna record you were really yeah, stressed i was really yeah. stressed <laughs> um but it's difficult because you're so and i you are as a performer sometimes you're so emotionally connected to pieces it's actually so good to get your advice because you're more subjective about it you're just like okay or what were you stressed you're about? Kind yeah. of like what the order of the repertoire and just you know saying exactly the pieces that should go on it and Jeff just sat down and he's like right you know this will I think this would really work and then I said yeah that's amazing and that's what's gone on it so yeah you're yeah. detail oriented aren't you I can tell yeah yeah <laughs> yes and, Definitely. and Jeff perhaps isn't Thanks to Hugh Wigan and Jeff Parkin for joining me at the Royal Overseas League in London. It's a smashing place with reduced memberships for the under-30s, I understand. But just go gently when you make inquiries, because it might be that I haven't quite heard that correctly. I'd hate for there to be any kind of scene when you contact them. If you like what you've been listening to, do please subscribe to the podcast via Spotify or Audioboom or that iTunes thing. You can follow me, John Jacob, at Thoroughly Good on Twitter and subscribe to receive regular updates from the Thoroughly Good blog by visiting www.thoroughlygood.me. Thank you very much for listening. It is lovely to have you around. (laughs) 